This is another Joseph Mercola post. And recall, he was threatened and took these down, and they're off copyright. This is excellent, though. It's entitled The AMA, or American Medical Association's Contribution to the Opioid Epidemic. Story at a glance. As detailed in a Mother Jones expose, the AMA has a long, cozy relationship with big pharma, including the Purdue Pharma. The AMA's pain management training program for physicians implied that doctors were too tentative to give patients those pills and, quote, the effectiveness of opioid therapy may be undermined by misconceptions about their risks, unquote. The AMA's pain management training program was developed by a team with close ties to the industry. Purdue Pharma gave more than $3 million in donations to the AMA and the AMA Foundation from 2002 to 2018. Richard Sackler, who served as the president of Purdue Pharma, was a member of the AMA's founding foundation's board of directors from 1998 to 2004. While being dependent on profits from commercial endeavors and receiving heavy funding from Big Pharma, the AMA functions as a trade group while portraying itself as independent. In October 2020, opioid manufacturer Purdue Pharma pleaded guilty to three felony counts of criminal wrongdoing and agreed to an $8.3 billion settlement with the Department of Justice over their production and marketing of OxyContin and other opioid drugs. Quote, The abuse and diversion of prescription opioids has contributed to a national tragedy of addiction and deaths in addition to those caused by illicit street opioids, said Deputy Attorney General Jeffrey A. Rosen in a news release. In 2019, opioid overdoses were responsible for nearly 50,000 deaths in the U.S., with the misuse of and addiction to opioids described as a national crisis. The pandemic has only worsened the crisis. From December 2019 to December 2020, there were 93,000 estimated overdose deaths in the United States, which represents a 29% increase in 12 months. Opioids, including oxycontin, hydroxycodone, and morphine, accounted for the majority of deaths, 69,000, followed by synthetic opioids such as fentanyl and tramadol. The most recent data on opioid overdose deaths can be viewed via the CDC's 12 months provisional number of drug overdose deaths by drug or drug class dashboard. Due to a small percentage still pending investigations, numbers may change slightly upon final analysis. <clears throat> On their website, the American Medical Association, the AMA, whose mission is to, quote, promote the art and science of medicine and the betterment of public health, unquote, states that its opioid task force is, quote, committed to providing an evidence-based recommendation and leadership to help and end the opioid epidemic, unquote. However, as detailed in a Mother Jones magazine expose, AMA has a long, cozy relationship with Big Pharma, including Purdue. Quote, the prestigious doctors group has made it virtually impossible to discern where public health guidance ends and industry interests begin, writer Julie Laurie writes in Mother Jones. How to Create an Addict Education 
In 2007, Purdue Pharma pleaded guilty to felony charges of misbranding with intent to defraud and mislead the public and physicians about OxyContin's dangers. Several months later, <clears throat> the AMA released their new pain management training program, which included 12 modules about prescribing narcotics. Including the doctors were too tentative to give patients these pills and quote, the effectiveness of opioid therapy may be undermined by misconceptions about their risks, particularly risks associated with abuse and addiction, unquote. Even children were included in the materials with an outline to physicians of how to help the young verbalize their pain. Quote, do not give children an option for zero hurt, it read. Lurie spoke with Dr. Renit Lev, Chief Medical Officer to the Office of National Drug Control Policy from 2018 to 20, who looked through the training modules and said, quote, I would call this how to create an addict education. The training course was first released in 2003 and updated over the next 10 years. At the time, then AMA President Dr. Donald Palmasano stated, quote, there has been growing recognition that the undertreatment of pain is a major societal problem. <clears throat> As the spotlight shines on a few struggling with addictions, the AMA is determined to ensure that the plight of patients suffering in silence from chronic pain, nearly 75 U.S. residents, is not lost, unquote. <clears throat> Big Pharma commonly funded continuing medical education, using it as a marketing tool to influence physicians. Further, while the AMA's Code of Methical Ethics states that such education should be free from financial conflicts of interest, AMA's pain management training program was developed by a team with close ties to the industry. Dr. Russell, Russell Portinoy, one of Purdue's long-standing paid speakers, was among them. According to Mother Jones, Portanoy argued that opioids were a, quote, gift from nature that were being underused due to opioid phobia among doctors. Dr. Charles Argoff, a course advisor, received more than $600,000 from opioid manufacturers over a three-year period, a Senate report would later find. Purdue gave millions to the AMA and its foundation. Purdue Pharma's AMA ties went way beyond training programs and included more than $3 million in donations to the AMA and the AMA Foundation from 2002 to 18. Mother Jones reported, quote, while the AMA stopped receiving funding from Purdue in 2007, it continued to offer the Purdue-funded pain management course until at least 2014, and the AMA Foundation didn't stop accepting donations from Purdue in 2018, well after the opioid crisis had morphed into a full-blown epidemic. Part of the foundation funding was used to make prescription medications safely prescription medications safety, safety programs for kids, which were used in schools and on social media. With the AMA seal of approval on Purdue Pharma's materials, it promotes product sales. The grants to the AMA Foundation also meant that Purdue Pharma executives got to attend the corporate roundtable twice a year, giving them direct access to the AMA membership. Sackler sat on AMA Foundation's board. 
the Sackler family, owners of Purdue Pharma, and this is a private company owned by one family, made it into Forbes' top 20 billionaires list in the 2015, in large part due to the burgeoning sales of OxyContin. Richard Sackler, who served as president of Purdue, was a member of the AMA Foundation's board of directors from 1998 to 2004. The AMA also runs the Physician Master File, which is a database of all practicing physicians in the U.S. along with their specialties, addresses, and other information. Health information companies licensed by the AMA to use the data sell it to pharmaceutical companies. According to Mother Jones Magazine, quote, the data is invaluable to drug producers. By matching up the master file with prescribing data collected from pharmacies, pharmaceutical companies are able to create a prescribing history for every doctor in the country and target potentially lucrative prescribers. Continuing, this is in fact exactly what Purdue did. The pharmaceutical <coughs> the pharmaceutical giant maintained a contract with the IMS Health, a market research company co-founded by Richard Sackler's uncle Arthur. The AMA sold physician master file data to IMS Health, which in turn provided Purdue with detailed prescriber information. Using this precise AMA-enabled tracking data, Purdue was able to direct its sales efforts towards high prescribers of pain medications, enabling an army of a thousand Purdue reps backed by a first-year marketing budget of $200 million to descend on these soft targets, according to medical historian Mike McGee in his 2019 book about medical profiteering, Code Blue. The Sackler family will pay $4.2 billion towards the opioid settlement settlement lawsuit, $500 million up front while the rest paid in installments over a decade. With that, they are hoping to win immunity from any future opioid lawsuits. AMA owns, operates, and profits from CPT codes. Current procedural terminology, or CPT, is a set of five-digit codes used for billing and medical procedures and services individually. The codes are used by Medicare and other insurers and provide an incentive for physicians and hospitals to perform more procedures. The complexity of the system necessitated software and billing companies that specialize in CPT codes, each of which pays the AMA for a license to do so. AMA even has a hand in determining how much each procedure is worth, known as the resource-based relative value scale giving them immense control over the U.S. healthcare. Mother Jones reported, quote, now, now, every year, doctors representing each specialty gather at the AMA headquarters in Chicago to go over the new procedures and to haggle over their worth. The AMA then sends the proposed values to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which the vast majority of time accepts them. Continuing, a recent BMJ article put the arrangement and its impact in perspective. Quote, With CPT, the AMA has not only found a way to effectively control government involvement in healthcare, it has also developed a way to directly profit from it. This annual income has allowed the AMA lobby to maintain outsized influence over American healthcare. The AMA has annual revenues of $245 million. 
of which more than half comes from, quote, royalties and credentialing products. Membership dues and contracts, in contrast, make up 8% of their total revenue. All these systems, the CPT, the resource-based relative value scale, the physician master file, have created a steady stream of revenue, even as AMA membership as a proportion of all doctors has declined over the past half century, according to Mother Jones. As of 2019, just 19% of practicing physicians were AMA members. Nearly half of them were students or residents who got a discount on the $420 membership fee. AMA acts as a trade group. The AMA is regarded as the preeminent voice in U.S. medicine, looking out for public health, but it uses its commercial profits for political purposes like lobbying. While being dependent on profits from commercial endeavors and receiving heavy funding from Big Pharma, it functions as a trade group while portraying itself as independent, which Mother Jones notes is highly problematic. Quote, Based on how the AMA bills itself as the unified voice of medicine, it's reasonable to expect that the organization would play the role of medical arbiter, helping doctors in the industry more broadly navigate such complicated territory. Most people, if they read in the paper that the AMA says this or that, they think, well, they must know. The assumption is that they're a neutral source with no interest, says Keith Humphreys, a professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Stanford. In reality, he concludes, quote, they're a trade organization, but they're not thought of that way, unquote. Help for opioid addiction. AMA has taken steps to change its message about opioids, including removing big pharma funding from their pain management courses. However, Mother Jones explained, quote, for now, there's little to suggest the AMA won't repeat its mistakes if another Purdue comes along. If you or a loved one is struggling with opioid addiction, the Substance Abuse Mental Health Service Administration can be contacted 24 hours a day at 1-800-622-HELP. Low-dose naltrexone used in microdoses can also help combat opioid addiction and aid in recovery. Using microdoses of 0.001 milligrams, that's one microgram, long-term users of opioids who have developed a tolerance to the drug are able to, over time, lower their opioid dose and avoid withdrawal symptoms such as LDN, as the LDN, low-dose naltrexone, makes the opioid more effective. For opioid dependence, the typical starting dose is one microgram twice a day, which will allow them to lower their opioid dose by about 60%. When the opioid is taken for pain, the LDN must be taken four to six hours apart from the opioid in order to not displace the opioid's effects.